0: Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other does not make sense. Hi everyone. Today you are stuck with me again. This coming week, which will be the past week by the time you hear this, is one of the most important weeks for me. The work of the past year is coming together at the Recovery Festival on Saturday, 28 September 2019, which means my work of the past two years is also reaching an end. At the Recovery Festival, I am launching my new book, Life and Non, a 12-step guide to living life for non-addicts. In this podcast, I talk about my motivation for writing this book, and I do two readings from the book. One gives a bit of background on my life and the other is a rather long reading, explaining and giving real-life situations of why Lifanon can make all our lives better. Life Anon should be available to purchase by Friday 4 October 2019. Order directly from me at freddy.rensberg at gmail.com. That is freddy with a double D and an IE and Rensberg with a U. It retails at 300 Rand. Postage in South Africa is 35 Rand and outside South Africa it is 100 Rand. You can read more about it on my website www.freddi.org.za click on the Life and Non page. This podcast is supported by The First Layer, the 12-step workbook on working through the 12 steps in any addiction in 21 sessions. There is also a 24-day step coaching and counselling programme available based on The First Layer. For more information in this regard, go to www.freddy.org.za and click through from the notices at the right of the homepage. This is a story of how and why Life alone happened and why you should buy it. <laughs> Sit back, relax and enjoy. Good day, everybody. Yeah, this is Freddie, your Meet Me in the Field host. If you don't recognise my voice, it's be because I am a bit um what's a nice word to say I'm a bit snotty, as in not in attitude, but as in health-wise. I have definitely felt prettier in my life than I am feeling at the moment. But um I have committed to have a chat with you today, so here we go. Today I want to talk to you about my latest venture. As you know, there's always some other venture going on when it comes to Freddie. So today we talk about I'm thinking about (laughs) politicians who refer to themselves in the third person and I just did that. Oh my God, I think I read too much news. Anyway, there's always something going on in my life. So um, today we are talking about my latest book that is being launched on Saturday, the 28th of September in the year of our Lord, 2019. That book is called Life Anon, a 12-step guide to life for non-addicts. So, why does anybody want to create a 12-step book for people who don't have addiction problems? The reason for that is I've been now clean and sober for about nine and three quarters, nine years and three-quarters of a year. So that's nine years and nine months actually today is nine years and ten months today is also my nine year non-smoking anniversary so nine years nicotine free freddy yaha yippee It's really a big deal after all nicotine is a drug and i um yeah i committed to living a life without any mood and mind altering substances so i'm very proud of these nine years but what became very apparent for me as i grew in my recovery journey was that over time, the need to use alcohol and drugs have been removed from me. I really cannot remember the last time that I felt like taking a drink or taking a drug. And if I say that, I don't mean that I never think about taking a drink or taking a drug. It's just that the need to use has been relieved. I have been relieved from the need to use. Yeah, I often think that it will be nice to attend that occasion having done a line or oh my god to sit out here being stoned will be nice or mm, a cold beer or a cold glass of wine will be awesome or drinking mm, and tonic would be awesome or even thinking about um, this whole new gin craze well not really that new but the whole gin craze and thinking I wonder what all these gin tastes like because gin was my favourite drink that doesn't mean that I'm on the verge of a relapse or that I want to use it just means that I'm thinking about what it would be like to taste or to experience. But what I did in my addiction was I used to escape. I used to get away from, I used to forget, I used to not to deal with whatever. So suddenly a few years down the line of being clean and sober and the urge or the need to use has been removed, I just suddenly discovered that what I'm dealing with now are life issues. And the life issues don't have anything to do with drinks and drugs. But what I've learned from the 12 steps is that by applying the principles of the 12 steps, I can actually deal with with the life stuff. And it dawned on me that all people deal with the stuff that I'm dealing with. I mean, we all deal with, with loss in our lives, whether it's loss of a job or loss of a loved one, loss of a job I dealt with two years and one month ago, loss of a loved one I dealt with two months ago when my father passed away. So grief is definitely one thing that, that one can deal with using the 12 steps. The buildup to, to the death of my father, it was amazing for me to be able to, to apply the 12 steps in standing next to his bed for, 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 for two weeks until the inevitable happened. Also, I'm calling the, the, the inevitable while standing at his deathbed. I insisted on, on speaking to my family about when he dies. Because the reality is that my father was busy dying. And to call a spade a fucking shovel was, was was what I really believed needed to be done. We all deal with the odd jealousy. We all deal with the the odd experience of greed. We deal with... um, 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 um What's the word I'm looking for? For wanting something we all deal with not being in the moment we all deal with anxiety with anger and all those things are things that i dealt with in active addiction that i used drugs to 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 hide or to deal with and in recovery i had to deal with it without using drugs or alcohol and i used the 12 steps so i thought to myself wow i think a lot of people can use the 12 steps in helping them to live life more effectively So I decided, what the hell, let's write a book for people, to help people to live life. I'm going to do one reading from the book, which is from the the introduction, which I don't call the introduction, I call it something else, I call it something like a note from Freddie. So bear with me on this one page that I'm going to read from the book. At the age of 42, I eventually found out how, by responding to life appropriately, I could live life joyfully. Now, 10 years later, I'm happier than I have ever been. I'm writing this book because I believe that by sharing what I have learned, I may help you find joy in your life too. The essence of Life and non is perfectly encapsulated by Michael Nulty, author of Getting Beyond What Is, when he says, Regardless of the situation we find ourselves in, we can choose how we respond to it. Even if we cannot change the situation itself, we can choose to change how we look at it and how we respond to it and our response lies in our growth and our freedom. I never knew someone as highly functional as me, whose life seemed to be on track, could end up in such a mess. The way I reacted to life took me to a place where all my reserves were depleted. I was emotionally devoid of any feeling, near suicidal and incapable of connecting with others. I knew no concept of spirituality and felt absolutely no sense of meaning or joy. Most of all I was afraid, afraid I would die if I continued to to live the life I was leading, afraid I would not die would I have to continue my miserable life, afraid that asking for help would cause me to lose everything I have worked so hard for, afraid of being ridiculed, rejected and punished. I had to find some sense of living. If things continued as they were, it would be a race between the drugs and alcohol killing me or me killing myself. Things needed to change, but I had no idea where and how to start unraveling the chaos my life had become. I seriously needed help, but could not get myself to the point of asking for it. My name is Freddie. I'm an addict of various persuasions. On 23 November 2009, my life changed. On that Monday morning, by some form of incomprehensible divine intervention, I managed to ask for help and the journey to a new me started. I booked myself into a rehabilitation center for drug addiction and alcoholism. I got clean and sober and stayed that way by working various 12-step programs. Yep, that is what brought me to work 12-step programs. And I am really infinitely grateful for that. Not only did I get the freedom from drugs and alcohol that I needed and that I desperately wanted, but I also got a new freedom to live life. And that gift for me is actually beyond anything I expected. There are so many of my of my behavior patterns that I never knew that I could be okay without. I never knew that life was possible without them. There were even many of my of my very destructive behavior patterns that I didn't know was destructive until I started working in a trusted program. And that is the journey that I want to take the reader on in life and on. Is Have a look at your behavior. Have a look look at at your daily interaction with life. Have a look at what you're comfortable with about what what you like and also what you don't like and what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And the things you don't like and don't work for you, change it. You really can. You don't have to be stuck in in a rut, in a groove of despair and unhappiness. I love the saying that goes, that, difference between a groove and a grave is the depth. And a lot of us are constantly reacting to life in a dysfunctional manner, in a manner that doesn't suit us, in a manner that hurts us. But we keep on doing it over and over and over. And for me, I, I look at that as digging and digging and digging and digging. And the groove that you're digging is getting deeper and deeper until we end up in a grave and we can't get out of it. I'm going to read another section from the book, and this is going to be a long section, but this is what for me encapsulates the essence of life and non. This section is also from a note from Freddie and the section is called Problem Behaviours and Solutions. In the following paragraphs, I discuss some of my most problematic reactions to life. It was always clear to me how I was not engaging with life to my full potential, but never understood what was holding me back. It is by working 12-step programs that I learned how these behaviors prevented me from living a life of joy. Have a look at them and see if any resonate with you. If any of these reactions impact your life, then you are holding the right book in your hand. I lived in fear. Because of the guilt and shame I felt around my sexuality, I was afraid of being rejected for who I was. I felt I could never be myself. This fear impacted every aspect of my life. I feared failure more than anything else. In my mind, only success and perfection equaled acceptance. As a result, I had little trust in my life and my abilities. I was even afraid to drive a car. I ended up living my life in a rut, too afraid to try new and interesting things. I was too afraid to ask for my needs to be met. I believe I had to manipulate others to get what I wanted. Because conflict meant a possibility of rejection, I feared it and avoided it at all cost. I did not know how to ask for anything, let alone ask for help. Are you the one always ordering the same thing on the menu and then resenting others because their food appears tastier? Do you not answer questions in forums because you are afraid of looking stupid? Do you not sing out loud because you are afraid others may criticise your voice? By living in fear, we rob ourselves of so much joy by letting go of fear, we can engage with life fully and have wonderful and exciting experiences. Our self-pitying. As a consequence of not living the life I wanted, I felt sorry for myself. I'm not sure I even knew exactly what it was I wanted. It made me feel lost and pathetic, which contributed to me feeling so sorry for myself. I believed that I deserved nothing. I pretended to be happy while I was actually incredibly sad. I felt I could not confide in anyone, because I did not believe that anyone would care or understand how I felt. I constantly felt like a victim of the circumstances of my life. I truly believed nothing could be done to change my life, and I was doomed to live in the darkness of despair. Do you feel life is unfair or have dealt you a bad hand? Are you the one at the party feeling sorry for yourself because nobody asks you to dance? Or are you constantly feeling sad because you believe nobody understands you? When we feel self-pityous, we live in the belief that life owes us something. The reality is, life owes us nothing. We need to learn gratitude and focus on what we have, not what we lack. We need to go into the world and create our own destiny. I was a people pleaser. I did not know who or what I was and what I wanted, so I mimicked others. I believed the need of others were my needs too. I lived to fulfill other people's needs because my own needs were left unspoken. I did what I thought would make others happy because I did not know what would bring me joy. Do you say yes when you want to say no? Do you agree with people just to fit in, although you really want to shout your own opinions out loud? Are you the one constantly looking at others wondering What they think of you. When we try to please others we lose out on life. Be true to yourself and live your own life. What others think of you is none of your business. I sought affirmation. I did not grasp the meaning of self-esteem. I believed my worth depended on what others thought of me, what mark I achieved on an exam paper or what medal I had won. Later in life my self-esteem became directly linked to my monthly income. If I could buy what was in vogue, it would prove I was acceptable. Because I did not possess the ability to believe I was enough, I needed others to prove to me I was adequate. I did what I believe I needed to do to be affirmed as good enough. I reacted to my need for affirmation without considering my own morality or values. Do you feel frustrated when your boss does not compliment you on what you believe to be a job well done? Do you feel angry when friends do not notice your new car? Do you not like the new yoga instructor because she does not affirm your perfect downward dog in front of the class? Affirmation seeking is a symptom of low self-esteem. We need to learn to look inside ourselves and to find our worth and not depend on material things or confirmation from others to feel good about ourselves. I've thrived on attention. I constantly felt I had to prove something. I had to be the center of attention. Not being seen or heard scared me. I demanded attention and came across as needy. When I was not receiving attention, I believed it was because people disliked me. I felt invalidated. I suspected they saw through my facade and knew me for the fake I was. When I was not getting attention, I believed I was being rejected and abandoned. Why is it that you always want everyone to be quiet before you speak? Are you the wild dancer at the wedding who ends up with a spine injury after the reception? Do you constantly fish for compliments on your home cooking? It is a wonderful place in life when we learn that we are good enough. We learn to find fulfilment in doing things we enjoy, regardless if others see us doing them. I carried resentments. I drank the proverbial poison and waited for others to die. When I felt done in my life, I hated the people involved and obsessed about them. I felt the urge to take revenge and get even. I made elaborate plans to get back at them for what they did to me. What i did not realize was that i was giving them power over me i completely gave my power away i allowed the situation to rob me of the value of the present moment i sacrificed serenity for chaos in my head i hated the feeling but did not know how to move on do you struggle to forgive your neighbor for breaking that coffee mug you bought in italy last year are you still angry at your sister for telling on you for stealing your dad's car when you were 16. Will you never forgive the man who accidentally, or maybe not, touched you inappropriately and left? Life is truly too precious to stay locked in the events of the past. Nobody is perfect. We all make mistakes, which we would love to be forgiven for. We learn to have compassion for our imperfections and then practice love and compassion for the failures of others. I tried to be perfect. Making mistakes was not an option. I truly believed the only way I could be accepted or loved was to never make mistakes. The idea of receiving criticism or negative feedback filled me with debilitating fear. When I did make mistakes, I felt intense shame and replayed the failure over and over in my head. I was unable to believe it was merely a mistake I made. I felt I was the mistake. The anxiety this way of thinking invoked in me was incapacitating. Do you swear at yourself when making an insignificant mistake? If you spoke to your friends the way you spoke to yourself, would you still have friends? What do you believe your spotless kitchen says about you? Perfectionism is a form of control. We learn to accept that nobody on earth is perfect, and that trying to be perfect is a waste of time and energy. We can love ourselves just as we are, because we are perfectly imperfect just the way we are. I love to lie. How could I live honestly and in integrity if I did not know who I was? I felt like a leaf in the wind, a chameleon. I did not know what my truth was, so I simply accepted the views of those around me. Living a lie is not only exhausting, but very stressful too. If you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. I love that saying by Alexander Hamilton. Do you drive to a function and wonder which persona to present? Do you feel anxious when somebody asks you if you like their outfit because you don't know what the right answer is? By getting to know ourselves, we gain a sense of inner strength. We begin to intuitively know what is acceptable to us and learn to speak our truth. We communicate more effectively because we get to know how to express our needs. The reactions to life described above came from my personal experience. There are many harmful behaviours that life and non addresses like uncontrolled jealousy unmanageable anger self-centeredness and selfishness constant guilt and self-blame believing you have to explain yourself or justify your actions overthinking and or analysis paralysis continuous negative self-talk and negative thinking impatience distrust or dislike of others trusting people too easily unjustified superiority and just mentalism difficulty in asking for help envy lack of motivation and constant procrastination insecurity at home, work and socially, insincerity and lack of integrity, gossiping and bad-mouthing others, greed. Do any of these behaviours resonate with you? Do you struggle with a lack of self-esteem and often sell yourself short? Do you lie and manipulate because you do not know how to express your needs? Are you controlling as a result of your belief that others will abandon you if you give them freedom? Are you jealous of others? Do you struggle with anger or sadness? If you are unhappy with yourself and your life, chances are that you are reacting to life in an unwholesome way. Life Anon will help you to learn how to respond appropriately to life and its challenges. The work in this book offers the gifts of finding yourself with resulting peace, love, happiness and better interpersonal relationships. If you are not happy with your life and you feel the need to change, then read on. Life and Anon is for you. Working a 12-step program is not going to change life around you. It's going to change you. It is going to help you change the way you react to life. You will learn to cope better with what happens to you. As this is a Design for Living program, it will assist you in finding a different perspective and responding appropriately in difficult situations. That, in a nutshell, is what Life Non is about. I believe that we learn to react to situations in certain ways and we bring those reactions into into our lives on a daily basis and what we need to learn is not to react to life but we need to learn to respond appropriately to a situation later in the book i talk about the three second rule and we 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 go through the whole 12 steps and I, I, i help you through the steps to stop reacting impulsively and to respond appropriately well, I hope this was long enough and I think more than enough to let you know what on is about. I'm really excited about this book. It's been a long process of getting it out, but it is happening very, very soon and I'm incredibly excited about that. Guys, I really hope that you found something by listening to this. I hope that you contact me and buy your copy. For the time being, I am self-publishing, so if you want to know more about it, please feel free to email me, Freddie. Rensburg f-r-e-d-d-i-e dot r-e-n-s-b-u-r-g at gmail.com and i shall give you all the information you need and uh, let you know how to pay and how to get the book in your grubby little paws let's make life better for everybody guys look after yourself I'm nice speaking to you bye-bye There is not much I can say in closing. I hope this chat convinces you that you do not have to stay a slave to your unwanted reactions to life. By working the Life Unknown 12-step program, you will gain freedom to respond positively to life and move closer to the life you have always wished for yourself. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website, which is www.freddy.org.za or find me on Facebook at either Meet Me in the Field or Freddie Counselor or on Twitter, at, at Rendsburg Freddy, or Instagram, at Freddy Counselor. Remember that Freddy is always spelt with an I-E at the end. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Bye.